This is essential. 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 This is essential audio. Welcome to the Money Pot. I'm Rachel Morrissey, and I am here with Gina Clark, who is the director of content for our show, upcoming show in Amsterdam. So, Gina, uh, you know, this is not your first rodeo. You've been here a couple more times. So I hear that you've got one more taste of Amsterdam you want to share with us. What, what, what have you guys been up to? Definitely. Yeah, Rachel, so glad to be back. Um, I actually wanted to bring you an interview with a really interesting character. And if you're obsessed with TikTok, as I am, you might know him already. He's Aidan Al-Sad, and he runs a TikTok channel which focuses on salary transparency. He just stops people in the street. He asks them what their salary is, and then he asks them if he thinks it's fair, and I'm obsessed with it. Oh, you know, I get obsessed with TikTok, too. This sounds exactly completely up my alley. So when what is he doing at our conference? Is he going to be uh, uh, confronting all of our guests at the conference? <laughs> Do they have to worry? <laughs> no, I think that's a, that's a, um, uh, an extracurricular activity, shall we say. But uh, at the event itself, he's, um, he, no, he's going to build on the talent theme, actually, which is still a really ongoing issue for a lot of financial and tech-focused companies. You know, 2022 slash 2023, we've had quiet quitting, and now we've moved on to layoffs as well. So Adam has some really interesting points around it all. Yeah, it's been a really interesting economy with a, a combination of strange layoffs and then and then also worker empowerment because of this nature of a of a talent um, a lack of talent pool. So it's a really really complex time. I think that's going to be really interesting. So let's go on to your interview with Aiden Al Syed. Today's guest is Aidan Al-Sad. Aidan, nice to have you with us today. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Now, we don't often give our speakers that kind of moment to introduce themselves. You know, time is precious on the Money 2020 stages, but I'd love for you to just tell us a bit more about yourself and what you're doing at the moment. So my name's Aidan. I'm head of UK and Nordics at Ravio, which is a compensation benchmarking platform, enabling companies to make smarter compensation decisions. As well as that, I'm a startup advisor, a mentor. I do some angel investing and most recently I've embarked in the world of TikTok. Created a TikTok account, which has kind of gone a bit crazy over the last seven weeks since we started. About nearly 50,000 followers, over 20 million views, which is promoting pay transparency, uh, which is a topic I'm going to be hopefully talking a lot about. That's amazing. Seven weeks. I feel like you've been on my For You page since forever. So well done for hopefully that. that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to talk more about kind of your input at the show in a little bit. But first of all, I wanted to kind of reach down over here and, and pick up two imaginary money bags and put them in front of you and ask you something to think about. And then we'll talk at, at the end later on. If you had to put one of those money bags on a company or a topic or area of interest right now that you think would give you great returns in 12 months, what would it be? And then the second money bag, again, don't give us it right now. We'll talk about it at the end. But what would be the 10-year investment and return on that one? So, Ooh, All right. Have a think. But now... I think we're going to move on and we're going to talk about some of those concerns that you just brought up. One of those is, as you say, a huge topic right now in the industry is talent. We've heard everything. We've heard quiet quitting. We've heard uh, big layoffs, especially in the tech sectors as well. And you're going to be talking about that in Money 2020. What do you think are the key highlights and summaries for this? Last four months have been you know, very, very shaky for a lot of people, a lot of companies. I think for a lot of companies, the next period is very much focusing around retention and you know, really thinking about retention of employees, thinking of retention of customers and ultimately revenue. 
So I think a lot of companies are going to be thinking around that whole retention piece. How do we make sure we keep retaining a dollar is easier than winning a dollar? And that's going to be a very much a mindset, I think, for a lot of leadership in a lot of businesses. From the employee side, I think there's also the, the element of a lack of trust from the last 12 months. A lot of people maybe have either been laid off or have seen friends and peers been laid off. And, you know, that's going to really kind of, you know, affect their trust in organizations. So I think they're going to be looking for more transparency, more social missions, you know, more focus around vision and purpose. So I think there's going to be uh, an understanding of what employees want over the next 12, 24 months and actually, you know, how employers react to that. But I think like the fintech space has been obviously probably one of the spaces that has been probably the strongest in this period as well, where a lot of SaaS tech companies had a far, I think, I think a, a greater effect to them over the last 12 months. We seem to have come full circle because, you know, just 12 months ago, we were talking about those top tier salaries that fintechs could attract. And now it's almost a case of what recruiters and, and, and what employees are saying is actually it's the values that kind of matter more than the pay packet sometimes. Yeah, I think it's candidates and, and employees in general are going to be looking at the whole compensation package. So, you know, looking at, you know, what they're actually making as a salary, but then also what are the benefits that are being provided by the company? Are they kind of the old school kind of benefits or are they actually benefits that are more aligning to my new kind of way of life? remote working, flexibilities, things like that. Health insurance as well is important, but also the kind of things like flexibility and what actually benefits are important to me as, as a person. So I think there's definitely going to be a shift in kind of how companies are looking at their benefits and their compensation packages and then making sure that's aligned to their mission as well. And it's, it's you know, it's all if they, if they want to promote remote working, actually be a proper company that is putting remote work first. I think that's going to be a lot of challenges around that for organizations who claim they're flexible, but may actually not be. I heard a great story the other day about somebody that was hiring and, you know, they said that their job was made even more difficult because of layoffs. There's so so many amazing people now that are applying for these jobs and it's how do you choose one from the many? But I guess that's a good problem to have in some ways, right? Yeah, I, I think it's a good problem to have. I, I think at the same time, I think it's very much now on candidates to be very kind of focused around what they want to get out of the next role. And I, you know, I, the people I mentor, I very much think around about like, what are the skill sets that you want to take on over the next 12, 24 months? And, and how can those skill sets be aligned in the roles that you get? So be very, very intentional around the conversations you're having from an employer perspective. I think it is very much, you know, a, a, there's a very great talent pool out there right now. And I think, you know, the more, you know, you can differentiate yourselves by having a strong compensation philosophy and, and good benefits will be how you're going to be able to bring the right talent in. Definitely. And going back to Money 2020, you're going to help us out in a couple of topics. You're going to be a speaker on talent as an experience. And then you're also going to put together your own session as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, given, you know, I'm putting out content around pay transparency, you know, I think of having a wider conversation around financial transparency. And, and there's lots of kind of ways that this can, you know, be spoken about, you know, in terms of like companies, you know, being more transparent in the way they advertise their jobs, you know, with salary bans and, you know, putting kind of ranges in their job descriptions, promoting their, their, their values as well. Same for candidates around what they're looking for. And then tying this around maybe the creator space. And I think a, a new opening audience around, pay transparency, financial transparency, and, you know, thinking, you know, I'm going to try and get some uh, creative people in as well on the conversation to blend, you know, the, the corporate and fintech world with, you know, more the creator and marketplace as well. I think that's so fascinating. I am mocked in the office for my addiction to TikTok, I'm afraid. One of my favorite accounts to follow is actually Ryanair, because I think they own the way that they do business, essentially. Um, but I know that a lot of companies will be thinking about 
their own kind of platform going forwards and and whether speaking more openly will affect be a good thing <laughs> or could it be a bad thing? Could we see companies getting cancelled for their employees' experiences perhaps? I think it's got to come across so authentic and that's my, that's why you follow Ryanair, right? That's, you see that authentic experience, you feel that you feel that's true to that brand so you respond to you know the, the content they put out there and I think every single company that is going to go down this route and I do think every B2B and fintech will be going down this route and doing more content on platforms like TikTok and short form video they need to keep that authentic to themselves to their company values to their mission to their purpose I keep repeating that but I truly believe it I think if they have that authenticity in their content that aligns to them as a business you know and and, and work with maybe B2B influencers or fintech influencers that are also aligned with those kind of um those values that's where they're going to get the most out of those uh, bits of content because people will see through fake content pretty quickly, especially from a B2B organization or a fintech. So the message is, I guess, don't be scared, but approach it in a very considered way. Be authentic. Be authentic. Be real about it. Don't shy away from it because you're scared about it. Dive into it, but keep your values and everything authentic to it. Okay. So thank you so much for for giving us those answers so far. I'm going to change the pace a little bit and we're going to dive into some quick fire questions, if that's okay with you. So first question, how much cash do you have on you right now? Ooh, I have nothing on me right now, but I think there might be a 50 euro bill in my in my wallet because I just came back from Dublin. Excellent. So you're happy to be cashless while in London. Happy to be cashless while in London and, and really around Europe. But if I ever need a bit of cash, there's a bit of cash always there sometimes. Perfect. And what would be the most interesting fact you've ever heard? Ooh, maybe not the most interesting one I've ever heard, but one that's recent that kind of sticks in my mind. And this may be more of a saying than a fact. But um, it's something that I've been I've been thinking about a lot recently. I heard this Michael Caine interview recently uh, when he was on like the Johnson Ross show or something like that, and he spoke around about he had a, a situation where he then got told to lean into difficulty, and that kind of has been a thought in my head that uh, you know if every challenging situation that you have something that may not be working, lean into it, lean into you know you know if you've been laid off or if you've had you know something happen you know bad at work or family or anything like that. Lean into it. Try and find the positives. I know, I know, maybe not a fact, but a saying that's kind of really kind of sticking on my mind right now. Nice to hear. Thank you. What was the last thing you bought with cash? Going picking that back up again. I think a couple of Guinnesses in, in Dublin. <laughs> oh, it was definitely something well worth spending on. There. <laughs> what would you say is the worst job you've ever had? Oh, actually, the worst job I ever had was my first job. I was sixteen, and I got my first job at Primark. <laughs> And I was just a floor sales assistant. And I think Primark's a lot better than it was about, what, 16 years ago, or actually maybe 18 years ago. But yeah, my first job, I didn't enjoy that. Okay, I'm going to give you a hard one now. Sure. How would you describe the future of money in only three words? Transparent. Multiple. Giving. And do you have a, a life hack or a piece of advice that you'd share with us on the financial front? On the financial front, I think in general, my life hack for like prioritizing and doing the many things I do. I've always had this, um, I got given this advice a few years ago in my career and it stuck with me and I kind of make sure it kind of aligns everything I do, which is called essentially big rocks. And essentially the way I kind of think around my day is I have my big rocks. I think, imagine if I had this a vase, for example, and you had to fit your big rocks, medium rocks and sand into this one vase. If you start with the sand, which is the small stuff, emails, Slack call, messages, cool stuff like that, and then have your medium rocks and maybe the kind of things you know you need to get done, and then end up with your big rocks, which is like family time. 
maybe it's working out, things that really kind of make you feel good, it won't fit into the glass. So start your day with the big rocks, get the big rocks in, you know, spending time with my son is the main thing I do in the morning. And then, you know, with my wife and then working out and, and then there are my kind of big things Then you know, focusing on the business critical things I've got to do and things like this, you know, where obviously they're very important things to me in the day. And then the emails and the slack and the sand just fall in between the cracks and you fit everything into one day. That's my life hack. Well done. I guess following on from that, who would be your advocate or hero in this industry? I met Anne Bowden a while ago, actually when she first started doing Starling Bank, because I was working for a startup that was providing software engineers to companies. It kind of flipped the model on how uh, people would find software engineers. And obviously that was a big thing for all fintechs at this time. So I was working with all the major fintechs, you know, at that stage, Monzo, Revolut, Starling Bank, stuff like that. Got to meet Anne on, on, a, on a kind of a, an early call. And that was a, a really nice person to meet. Obviously, they've done amazing things since. Sort of sticking with that. But if you had to recommend our audience to go and check one person out on LinkedIn right now, who would it be? I really like people who are kind of very transparent and building in public and doing that. And, you know, there are some people that are doing some great things in different spaces. I think right now coming to mind is someone called Hannah Larson, who's creating a future of work platform, essentially. And she's got a newsletter and stuff like that. And her content's been actually quite inspirational for myself to kind of do more and thinking about how I can position myself. And just seeing her content, I think, is very strong. Excellent. I might go check her out after listen. Great. What would you do if you only had one coin in your wallet for the rest of your life? Would it be a pound, a euro or a dollar? Dollar's not a coin, but you know. Right now the dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. And if we just kind of bring it back to the show, Amsterdam's not that far away now. We're going to keep the rule of three in here. So if, if you had to give our audience three takeaways after the show, what would they be? Three takeaways. Push for transparency in your organization. So, you know, be an advocate for, you know, making sure your company's being accountable around their diversity, you know, pay gaps and salary bans on their website, really kind of making sure your company, if you're in that position where you have that ability to influence leadership, be an advocate for employers, invest in your talent. I think as mentioned, you know, at the top of retention is such a big thing. So really make sure you're compensating your teams, you know, fairly, you've got the right benefits packages, you, you know, you are making sure everything is, is aligned to your values as well. I think, you know, talent is going to be what's going to get you through the next 12, 24 months, you know, the best teams will win sales, marketing, product, engineering. And then third and foremost, again, looking at more, maybe the creator side, yeah, don't be afraid and, and you know, really kind of be authentic with your kind of B2B marketing and, and think around how that, you know, we're seeing the trend around B2C marketing following kind of the, you know, the TikTok style and very kind of user generated content. I have no doubt in my mind in the next couple of years, B2B content will go the same way. So, you know, get ahead of it now, you know, be one of the first people in your industry to go and do it. Don't be afraid, but do it with authenticity. And if, you know, we obviously want the audience listening at home to come to Money 2020 and watch you on stage. And and if they do so, what reaction, what emotion are you hoping that they leave with? Empowerment. Empowerment to feel that they can make change in their organization. And if they don't feel their organization is transparent enough, feel empowered to have that conversation. I love it. And then in terms of Money 2020 this year, we are focusing on two themes now and next. We're bringing them together on our fusion stage. So if we have to look at kind of social responsibilities and talent, where do you think we are in terms of now and next? What's hot right now? And then what's what's bubbling away and probably we should look at in the next few years? Now it's investing into people and, you know, really making sure you are competitive and, you know, 
and making sure your com- your your employees feel you know compensated fairly. Next, I'd love to see organizations be smart around promoting and empowering their employees to have multiple lines of income. I think that's going to be the next thing that com- employees are going to want, and the companies that can figure out a way to give their employees uh, the empowerment to go and do that and not something they feel like oh i'm doing this on the side maybe i'm going to get in trouble or not but actually more they're going to be proactive around it i think that those companies are going to win in the future transforming the side hustle exactly yeah i love it well thank you so much for that it's been really great insight uh, i'm now going to bring back my imaginary bags of money i and, wish i thought uh, about this while we were talking <laughs> Exactly. I'm going to say to you, so if you have that first bag, it can only be used on something that you think is going to hopefully prosper in the next 12 months. What would it be? Can I say yourself? Use that Use that money to bet on yourself. Use it to give yourself, you know, whether it's a, a side hustle or a different way of income or something you wanted to do, promoting your mental health, using a coach, going on a wellness retreat. Use that for yourself. Perfect. And then what's something that's going to be kind of bubbling away the next 10 years? You know, again, coming back to the content, I think like, don't be afraid to go and just put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to kind of take a a video when you're, you know, actually, I made a mistake today. What I should have done is have my phone up and took a took this content so I can use this content for my own channel and stuff like that. So think about stuff when you have opportunities, when you're doing something, you know, just think about how I can maybe capture this and use it because I think you know, content will be the new CV in the next 10 years. So that's, that's the next thing. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great to get your experience and I can't wait for you to bring TikTok to Money 2020 in Amsterdam this year. I'm excited. So what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. We also want to thank Aidan Al-Sad for sharing their thoughts with us. We appreciate your time. If you want to be part of the money pot, please send us suggestions at podcast at money2020.com. Don't forget to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and we will see you again soon.